Alright, welcome to the Bojack Backtrack, a series retrospective on Bojack Horseman for fans by fans. I'm Eliana, pronoun she, her. And I'm Bez, pronoun he, they. And it's great to be with you today. We're covering the entire series with this retrospective, so if you haven't caught up on the whole series yet, this won't make much sense to you, and you'll be spoiled, so get caught up first. Today we're discussing the Season 1, Episode 6 episode, Our Story is a D-Story. Written by J.C. Gonzalez. Do you want to give us a quick summary, Bez? Yeah, sure. So, Bojack drives home with Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane. They go to eat, and it, it turns out Bojack likes Diane, so he gets into a series of contests with Mr. Peanut Butter to, to impress her. But at the end of the night, of course, she has to go home with her boyfriend, Mr. Peanut Butter. He gets drunk, and while he's drunk, he steals the D from the Hollywood sign. Mr. Peanut Butter agrees to help him return the D, but then Mr. Peanut Butter makes it look like he took the D for Diane and as a romantic gesture. At the end of the episode, the D is destroyed and it's now Holly Woo. Meanwhile, Todd's in prison, so <laughs> there's that. Do you have those descriptions written down, by the way? No, I just, I didn't have the description or the last one I didn't have written down. Because they sound great. Good job. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So let's start with a little cameo I noticed. The female dogs who talk about chocolate in episode two and are like, oh, I love chocolate, but it'll literally kill me. Our yes, ex- my lesbian dog couple made an appearance. Yes. yes they're in the restaurant in the <laughs> background. Yes, I saw that too. I love them very much. <laughs> so I'm only yeah. got to assume they're out on a date because obviously that's what they must be doing obviously. at a, a restaurant, right? Yes, they're dating. Yes. Deal with it, homophobes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So there are several continuity-laden things in this episode. Obviously, Bez already mentioned Holly Woo, which is after the D gets taken from the Hollywood sign, Hollywood becomes Holly Woo for the rest of the show. And whenever people talk about it, it's Holly Woo and never Hollywood. So that's something that comes back a lot in the show, in small mm-hmm. things and large things, everything in between. Another continuity thing is that Bojack buys the restaurant Elefante, and this comes back in later episodes, for example, where he's out drinking at Elefante to forget his troubles instead of at the bar. Yeah, that comes comes back a lot where he's the owner and then comes back the chef quits in season four I think no season three I think oh might be season three with the Princess Carolyn episode yeah. so yeah that comes back a lot that he owns the restaurant now so we see that come back quite a bit in the show it's interesting yeah I agree so the first thing I noticed is that the bears in the show like because the bear comes up to Mr. Peanut Butter who's holding the honey sign do bears just not talk in the Bojack Horseman universe because every time we see a bear they're growling or something <laughs> that's like, true do bears are bears just like they just don't talk in the cedars like it's so weird <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I mean, when we see Herb's bear nurse later, that nurse bear doesn't talk either. You're right. Yeah, it's such a weird detail. Like, I'm transfixed by it. I'm like, why did they decide this? I don't know, but I'm very confused and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I also noticed that in the background of the airport, there was a Hannah Walt sign for Lisa Hannah Walt, the production designer. Oh my god! Seriously? Uh huh. So I wonder if the other signs in the background are crew members' names or not. Oh my gosh! I never knew that. That's so cool. Go Lisa! Yes. Go. That's awesome. She's pretty rad. That's the way to look at. Actually, guys. Uh, side note: Lisa Hannah Walt has a great XOXO festival talk. If you haven't heard it before, I introduced Bez to it. He loved it. It's great. It's so good. Yes. Anyway, let's go back to talking about this episode. What do you think of the scene in the restaurant with Mr. Peter and Bojack trying to destroy each other, basically? <laughs> I thought it was absolutely ridiculous because... Oh my god, yes. I can only see two men doing this. I'm sorry. I can't see two women, like, doing this type of shit. I really can't. Oh yeah? Why is that? I'm curious. Because you so often see guys arguing about stupid shit and trying to outman each other. It's so dumb. That's true. No, I think that's a good point. That's pretty true. <laughs> like, because guys are taught that they gotta be the best 
like so you get a lot of guys measuring their dicks and it's just like yikes can we cool it please yeah about the only guys who don't do that shit are from atome games <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the sacred universe the sacred universe <laughs> where things are pure and good that's a tome yes. games, everybody. Anyway, yeah. so I thought the whole thing was ridiculous, and especially because Mr. Peanut Butter is already dating Diane. He doesn't need to prove that he loves her or that they're a couple when they're already a couple. So why is he doing any of this? I don't know. It's, that's a good point. He just kind of feels like he needs to have something to prove when he really doesn't. Exactly, which is why I was just like, why you do this, Mr. Peanut Butter? Why? Like, yeah. you don't have anything to prove, especially not to Bojack. Like, do you care about Bojack's opinion that much that if you lose him, you're going to be upset? Like, what? I think he does, though, because he does care about Bojack being his friend a lot. That's true. But, I mean, even if he loses, wouldn't losing mean that Bojack doesn't like him and winning mean that Bojack doesn't like him? It's it's kind of a lose-lose situation. That's true, yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway. It's such a a ridiculous scene. All the games they play, it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. And then, of course, we got the classic arm wrestling game. (laughs) Yeah, of course, at the end. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so I think it's pretty crazy. I think it's interesting. Remind me, is this the episode where Mr. Peanut Butter proposes at the end or is that the next episode? Yes, this is that's the one. Okay, yeah, great. This is the one. I just want to double check before I talked about that. Actually, let's talk about that a little later. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm kind of jumping around. Yeah, let's all talk about place. that at the end. Yeah, let's talk about that at the end. Let's talk. Let's first talk about the main plot, then let's talk about the subplot. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so I noticed when in the next scene where Bojack is in his house after drinking the abstinence. Abstinence? How do you say that? Absentee? I always say absentee, but I could be wrong. I don't know how to say this word out. (laughs) But anyway, after he drinks the alcohol, there we go, on the cheese. (laughs) After he drinks the alcohol, I noticed that in the news report, it's the first appearance of the Randy joke. Do you know about that one? Yes, that's a great one. Yeah, where um, the whale keeps referring to Randy as like the guy in the office who can't do anything right. Yeah, and then later Randy like breaks his arm or something, is out sick or something, and then he comes yeah, back so- and everyone's happy he's back, and it's 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 a whole thing. Yes, yeah, there's a whole thing with Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's a whole little plot. I love it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, actually, to see that one develop. It's great. Yeah, it is. I love how the jokes in the show, like, evolve. It's really nice. Yeah. And then after that, Diane shows up, and he has to do an excuse to get her away. But then Mr. Peanut Butter shows up. How the fuck did Mr. Peanut Butter get into his house? <laughs> I have questions for you, Mr. Peanut Butter. Are you breaking and entering right now? <laughs> he didn't knock, right? He didn't knock. He was just he just showed up clapping in the background. It's just a weird detail. Yeah. Well, let's just assume that the door was unlocked for the sake of our sanity. That's what I'm assuming, too, because it's it's such a strange little thing. I agree, it is a little strange now that you mention it. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, it's very convenient, but oh well. I think it's funny, though, that he's just there. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So let's talk about Bojack and Mr. Peanut Butter working together to steal the D. I think that the point where Mr. Peanut Butter even thought about betraying Bojack was when Bojack was like, you always steal my thunder. And he's like, stealing your thunder? Hmm. Yeah, I think that's what made him have the idea to steal the D for himself. Yeah, it's like if he hadn't had that idea, would he have just returned it because he wants Bojack to be his friend so much? Like, Probably, I, yeah. I gotta wonder. Also, did you notice that when Bojack is doing the distraction with the dollar bills and Beyonce slips and falls? Yes. That it's that the guy who voices Jerry from Rick and Morty is voicing the news anchor? I didn't notice that. Did not. He also voices Claus, the white, the neo-Nazi. Oh, that's funny. Okay, cool. So yeah, he shows up in this episode. Okay. I told you fell in all the single dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, it's a good one. I can imagine, though, if we showed this show to newer generations who hadn't heard Beyonce's music, it would be really confusing. Yeah, for real. It's a very of-its-time joke. Exactly. But it's still funny. 
Yeah. Funny for its time, I guess. And then after that, Mr. Peanut Butter claims the D for himself and tells the media he stole it for his girlfriend, Diane. What do you think of that? Mr. Peanut Butter lying like that. It seems like something he would do because he was just in a big competition with Bojack to see who's the best. So he's just trying to outman Bojack again. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't connect that, actually. <laughs> as I always said that sounds. <laughs> yeah, so he's just trying to prove he's the better man to Diane. That's all he's trying to do with this whole thing and just like Bojack pointed out in the previous episode how Diane loves certain things and doesn't like certain other things because she's an introvert like at the end with the letters from Leo quote-unquote Leo he pointed out the things she likes and the things she doesn't like and sealing the D and doing all this attention is definitely something she would not like she's a very introverted person that doesn't like the spectacle yeah so it's clear that Mr. Peanut Butter didn't steal it for her he just stole it to outman Bojack yeah I think you're definitely right about that and then Diane goes to Bojack's house and he tells her you should be with someone who knows you. Oh yeah, I wrote that line down. I was gonna bring it up too. Yeah, what do you think of that? Do you think he's right? I think he has a point, at least some you a think little Mr. bit. Peanut Butter knows her. I think Mr. Peanut Butter doesn't know her because at the end of the episode, when we do the proposal scene, he proves that he doesn't even know how to do it in a way that's not flashy and spectacle and signs popping out of everywhere and everything. Yeah, and the news media. Did you see in the background he's getting interviewed by the news media when Diane's on the phone in the background? In the background of that, when Diane is on the phone telling about Jack she's engaged, uh, he's getting interviewed by a cameraman. I didn't even notice that. Okay, so he even called the news over to tell them. Yeah, and on in the proposal there's cameras at the window okay yeah i saw that part i didn't see the interview part he made it to a big spectacle i think that was pretty mean of him honestly yeah i think the only reason he was able to capitalize on making it to a big spectacle though is because he told the news he sold the d earlier so if he so wait a minute maybe he the whole reason he did this was to do a spectacle because if he seals the d earlier in the day and proposes to his girl he sold the d for the same day that's a news story that's a good point yeah you have to wonder about that maybe the whole reason he proposed in the first place was for the news attention hmm. it's wow, definitely possible that would be very selfish of him it would but Honestly, I wouldn't put it past Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah, Mr. Peanut Butter is a very flashy guy. That's definitely a possibility. Speaking of the proposal, I like how the photo album Mr. Peanut Butter gives Diane has a picture of them eating burritos as big as their head. That's a callback to episode four. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I love that. I love how they do those little callbacks to episodes in the show. Yeah. Once again, I pointed this out when we talked about the burrito incident in episode four, but I'm going to point it out again that it's another one of those instances of Diane being forced to do something she really doesn't want to do because Mr. Peanut Butter wants it. And that's that's a recurring thing with their relationship. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I noticed, let's talk about Bojack's voicemail that he leaves Diane. What do you think of that? I think it's kind of desperate of him. Yeah. It's really desperate of him to just do something like that, especially to someone he knows has a boyfriend. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? She's taken. Yeah. You need to get over yourself. You can't just get the girl because you're a big celebrity. That's not how life works. Yeah, he, he's really putting all his cards on the table. He's being earnest about it, but at the same time, it's just like, this is not the time or the place to be earnest about your feelings. Exactly. Especially because the boyfriend in the question just did a grand romantic gesture and outmanned you. So what, what do you think you're gonna get from messaging Diane. Yeah. But I noticed in the voicemail he said that he was gonna talk about the time he sneezed on Marissa Tomei in the next session. Uh-huh. I just thought that was funny. It's called back like, to the whole sneezing picture. That's a little funny detail. But back to the serious stuff. I think you're right that it's pretty desperate of him and it's just like he's trying to make it about him really. Yeah exactly. And at the end of the day it's like Mr. Peanut Butter and Doe Jack they'll want to make things about them in the end but it's not really about them. Like they just want to make Diane's business all about them but Diane is has to be all 
all about Diane to be happy, and that's only later seasons of the show just go to prove that. They can't really see past themselves, especially Mr. Peanut Butter. Especially Mr. Peanut Butter, yeah. So, subplot? <laughs> Alright, let's talk about the subplot now. Alright, so Todd in prison. First thing I noticed is that the rhino from episode one returns in prison in this episode, which was a nice yeah, callback. Yeah, yeah, he does. So does the guy who wanted the quinceanera. He shows up at the very end when the prison break is going on. Oh, I didn't even notice that. That's cool. Yeah, so they they both break out of prison. <laughs> cool. Okay. Also, I noticed that a white mouse is a member of the neo-Nazi prison gang. A white mouse? Yeah, I noticed that too. There you go. There you are. It's such an awkward subplot to talk about because of the subject matter, honestly. I agree. I was thinking the same thing when I, because I didn't realize when I first watched the episode that the neo-Nazis were neo-Nazis. I just thought, oh, it's a prison gang. They're they're violent and savages. I don't know. They're violent. I didn't know they were neo-Nazis, but I, when I was rewatching, I noticed that they were, and I was like, when Todd says, physically, I'm more like the neo-Nazi gang, and I'm like, okay, Todd, what the fuck? Yeah, Todd. Don't join the neo-Nazi prison gang. Is this that hard to parse? Please no, Todd. Please no. Exactly. Ugh. Yeah. The one thing I hate about the sub- well, the subplot is really awkward. One thing I hate about it is that even Bojack Horseman isn't above a drop the soap joke. You know about that joke? No. Oh, so there's a joke, quote unquote, that you shouldn't drop the soap in prison because you'll get anally raped. I've never heard this before. Okay. Yeah, it's a joke about sexual assault. There's a good video on it by Pop Culture Detective called Sexual Assault of Men Played for Laugh that talks about it. Okay. And how drop the soap jokes basically are trying to belittle and minimize how sexual assault affects men. Interesting. Okay. And this is really a whole subgenre of jokes about don't drop the soap in prison or your butt's exposed and you'll get raped in the butt. Uh-huh. So I was really pissed off to see that even Bojack Horseman isn't above a drop the soap joke in the shower. They were doing a drop the soap joke in the shower when Todd dropped his soap and he was bending down, bending down to get it with the neo-Nazi also bending down to get it. Oh, so you think that they were referencing that joke when they did that? I'm pretty sure they were yeah so i was just like come on buddy so you're better than that come on yeah okay so yeah that pissed me off yeah interesting i didn't know the context behind that so thanks for sharing that yeah definitely watch the video it's a really good video by pop culture detective okay i'll look into it later yeah for sure a good one okay yeah, very detailed definitely trigger warning for sexual assault obviously but it's a good video if you have the time there's two parts to it too on the brighter side before the d is stolen it says hollywood supermax right on the wall and then they cross it out and then they cross it out yeah i noticed you noticed that too i noticed that too <laughs> i love that and we're like yeah. yeah it's not hollywood anymore it's hollywood everybody and i love how bojack said specifically to todd that trying to balance both dates doesn't end well but he did it anyway todd no oh, no todd <laughs> This is a bad idea. Yeah, not a good idea, Todd. Yeah, I guess he wants to make them both happy because he's a happy-go-lucky person. But it's just like, Todd, this is not the time to be pleading neo-Nazis. Yeah, exactly. No time is the time to be pleading neo-Nazis. No time. Other than that, I I love how the helicopter made them all free and no one tried to go after them again. It's just like, they're free now. They're free now. (laughs) I love how the Eva Braun movie shows up before the Princess Carolyn episode say anything. When uh, she asks Bojack on the phone, would you see the actress she's talking to in an Eva Braun movie. So I love how they do that before the episode where the Eva Braun movie is the subject. I just like how this show does that with the continuity. It's really nice. It's good for that plot to show up. I didn't notice that when I was rewatching, but definitely not the first time around. All right, everyone, that just about wraps up the Bojack backtrack for today. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day, okay? Stay safe out there. Stay cool. Stay classy. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.